Every first Thursday of the month, it's Ladies' Night at Molly's. Have a drink with CapeAndCastle.com's very own Shyhards and fangirl with them over the hot men, killer females, and heart-stopping romances of one Chicago. Kim and I are so much into Chicago PD that we couldn't wait to record with the others. So, ahead of our third episode, we decided to do an episode 2.5, where we got to fangirl over season 1 moments of our respective OTPs, Berzik and Lindstedt. decided to do like a side episode um because we're going to be actually getting into pd season one um, mm-hmm. for our next podcast but her and i kind of realized we our biggest ships are actually from pd so we don't really want to take the entire podcast talking about them because we would I mean, we could we could talk for hours, and I mean, we we know the one last time was pretty long, and so that was like really without much even ship conversation. Yeah, yeah. So rather than, I mean, we would happily do it, but we also want to let everybody else just enjoy us talking about season one of PD too. So yeah, don't exactly. want to monopolize all the time. Because exactly. <laughs> the other the other characters and are there were there even any other ships in season one? I mean, if there were. They deserve the spotlight more, mm-hmm. like, just as equally as yeah. Ed and Berzek do. But, yeah. you know, like like Kim said, we can talk for, we could probably do an additional two hours. Oh, more without so, a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, more so <laughs> adding to the two hours that we record already. So that'd be like a four-hour podcast if oh. we included this conversation in there. <laughs> And the other two would probably sit back and relax and not even chime in. Yeah. <laughs> so we felt a little bad about that. So we decided mm-hmm. to, like, I, like, like we said, we decided to do a little side episode just because. Just because mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. are my top ships and they deserve the spotlight and the love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we mentioned, like her and I mentioned before, we, we both got into PD first. Mm-hmm. So, um, and respectively, she got into Berzek more so than she got into Linstead, and I got into Linstead more so than she got into Berzek. Mm-hmm. But both ships were our first and our seconds. Yes, because yeah, I mean, for the longest time. And I mean, it's definitely Linstead is still very high on that list because I mean, from day one, like, you, one. like they day knew one. what they were kind of doing with Linstead. Oh, yeah. Like they knew. They 100% knew. And so it's like, it's just one of those, like, I liked it, and I was, like, all for it, but it it was just like, I'm gonna let that happen, and I'll enjoy it as it comes along, and then for me, at least, I know with Berzak, it was just, like, it came hard, and it came fast with me, with at least (laughs) me shipping it, so I was just like, okay, yes, no, all on board, all on board for this one. I'm opposite. (laughs) Yep. Like, I jumped (laughs) right the fuck on board with Linstead, Mm -hmm. and Obviously, Berzeg didn't really happen until, like, mid-season, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. that was, even though, even though I went into PD knowing that they were going to happen, it was, it was still a pleasant surprise. It was still a very, very mm-hmm. serendipity. Um, mm-hmm. 
because you know like I didn't I didn't know what to expect even though I knew that they were a thing oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. one of those couples where I didn't really research you know what I mean like because I, I usually, mm-hmm. I usually yeah. do if I'm really into a ship I usually do my research beforehand if I haven't seen the show yet mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I did with Linstead and that's what I did with a few like with Dossie and everything um mm-hmm. and then but Berzik was just a complete surprise to me like I didn't know <laughs> and it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen like oh my god PD season one just did the ships right well and I mean I know we'll get into it we'll probably talk about it in the big PD season one episode but I think yeah. it kind of PD season one felt so right on a lot of levels with their short amount of episodes so yeah. I felt like there wasn't necessarily necessarily buffer episodes mm-hmm. as much with this because it was just very like boom 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 so it kind of I think it, they kind of just had that right kind of balance of everything from the start oh for sure for sure um mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the reasons why I fell in love with Linstead was because it was just something different um mm-hmm. I don't think like I, I think I've mentioned this before I don't know if I mentioned it in in a podcast episode or if I mentioned it just like by casual conversation mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a couple oh, <laughs> sorry I was just like I was like my forehead looks like really bright on camera let me try and turn the light off but it's oh, it. I'm good I've been I'm good. I feel I like with the lighting it. for like forever I'm like I don't know how I look right now. <laughs> I get it sorry dear all that was just like let me just gradually go off screen real quick and try and do it I'm oh. like no that doesn't it looks really dark and bad so no never mind <laughs> oh, girl, back to instead okay. back to instead okay. <laughs> it's all good girl so like um I don't think I've ever seen a couple that started off the way they did like knowing right off the bat like not even just because of like interviews or anything like that like mm-hmm. going right off the bat with their first scene in the break room that they were going to be a thing is mm-hmm. just something that I never really encountered before because it's usually it's usually one or the other it's usually they're already established they're already together mm-hmm. or it's a slow ass burn right yeah yeah, and I mean, there's also, in a, in a lot of shows and movies, you'll get, like, the friends to kind of lovers kind of trope, like, and it, it, it's a good one, but, and I know we've talked about it personally, is that the banter with them alone, it's, that banter with that kind of chemistry is very, very special, that I, for a lot of shows, that's what I kind of gravitate on very quickly, is that there's great chemistry there, and great banter, it just it dials it up to like an 11 and they had it from episode one which so rarely do you get characters and then the actors with them portraying those characters feel like they've been doing it for as long as like when it's the first episode it feels like they've been doing it for years you know it's something special mm-hmm. I know it makes me wonder because they actually I don't know if you know this did, they, did you know that they did a show well they they filmed a pilot with with Patty with um with the actor that played Adam Rizek. Mm, no, I didn't know that. Them, all three of them actually worked together in a pilot oh. that never aired. So they actually knew each other. Oh, okay. Before. Yeah, they actually mm, knew each other months okay. before. So the chemistry and the friendship was all already mm-hmm. there. And then I don't think they share the same agencies, but they just, you know, Mm-mm. just lucky enough to get casted, all three mm-hmm. of them. In the, oh yeah in that show but it was funny because they were supposed to play siblings so that would have been interesting to see like oh, wait who was supposed yeah. to be siblings all three of them all three of them were supposed to play siblings 
Oh, I don't know. Oh, that would have been really awkward really quickly. Oh, no. Sure. Can you imagine oh. aired? Can you imagine if that aired and we watched it and we're like, and then it went, we went to PD and we're like, wait, the two siblings are taking out. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of glad they, I mean, it would have been cool, I guess, in, in a certain way, because it's always fun to have, like, a sibling dynamic on stuff, too, because usually you kind of get that, like, kind of butting heads and, like, kind of humor, yeah. but I feel like for, a, for like, as we kind of even saw, have seen, like, on, like, Fire and even, like, there's, like, brother and sister, like, on some of those shows, but I feel like at specifically, like, a police station, if you have, like, two siblings, two siblings alone working there, but three, <laughs> like, that feels, like, a little much, like, that's more into, like, sitcom territory than, you know, like, a kind of, like, drama piece, so I, I don't know, I, I am, it would have been interesting, but I'm definitely glad they kind of just decided to go, nah, not, not siblings at all, we're good, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for real, and I remember, I remember reading up on an interview that they did, um, and then, because they all, they all were kind of cast around the same time, Mm-hmm. Jesse was casted first, but Sophia and Patrick were announced at the same time. Mm. And then, I remember, I think it was Sophia that was saying it. Like, um, she was mentioning how the two boys were just kind of like, you know, that like one of you guys are going to end up being my love interest. And so they were mm. like, which one is it? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But no, that's, yeah. it's a good match that they did the way they did. <laughs> uh huh. It was no, not it <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, that was, I can't imagine that. Can't imagine that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like I, I've said, I, people know that you know. Like I'm, I, I'm old Berzek. I ship old, mm-hmm. Berzek. and this mm-hmm. is a perfect conversation to have because I can gush the fuck out of Berzek right now because this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. starts. Like, oh god, this is why I fell in love with Berzek. Yeah. Um, everybody knows that I'm, I'm, I'm pro upsec. But like mm-hmm. this is this is the time where I'm just kind of like I miss Berzek. I want to mm-hmm. talk about them so bad and mm-hmm. just like gush and just like oh my mm-hmm. god, like they were yeah. they were seriously just so amazing in in this first season. They were, they I, were. I don't I don't even know if they were really planning them. No, and I feel like that's also kind of once again it kind of goes back to that country of like it, it's hard like. Obviously, I think with PD, they kind of had fleshed out, like you had said early on, like some of the characters, like the the squad of of um, the intelligence unit. They kind of figured that out, and with um, I think Kim Burgess and Kevin, um, uh, Kevin, what's his last Atwater? Atwater. I don't know why that it was like it does. Like you think Kevin, you wouldn't like you look at him. You, his name doesn't look like it should be Atwater. I don't know. So it's like blanking in my head for a second. Um. So I think they were kind of, they had the, they had, they knew what they were going to do with intelligence and they were just kind of like, see where this kind of goes with um the patrol uh team of like Burgess and Atwater and kind of see where it goes from there. And I, I mean, that was still, I thought a really cool dynamic to have too, because sometimes with like Law and Order, like any of the Law and Order shows from like Sick Wolf, it kind of is very focused on, you know, one part of like, just like the detectives and not much else of it. So I thought it was really cool to kind of see that dynamic too, but it was really fun to see what you thought were just going to be like very supporting characters in Kim Burgess and Kevin Atwater mm-hmm. to kind of really not take center stage because I mean obviously intelligence center stage of the show but they weren't just going to be relegated to background characters and it was really cool to see just them be more than just you know the name of a officer in the background it was really cool to see 
their chemistry of not only of their partnership, but to see like them already grow starting episode one to all the way to the end of the first season, I thought was really cool and really good. And it's just the yeah. chemistry alone also. It's it's crazy how much like even uh, Kevin and Kim, their friendship kind of shows on screen, which is awesome. Because you don't know, it's oh, sometimes even friendship can feel very forced if like the actors don't like each other, don't really know each other that well. And once again, felt very like they had known each other for so long. And I mean, obviously, in the beginning of the show, it, it felt like it was like Kevin really didn't even know Kim that much. But it was still it was still really good, and I mean, we did, I don't think we really got much interaction, which still makes me sad to this day, until like om- almost halfway, if not even more, through the first season between um, Adam and Kim, which kind of was like, eh. I mean, I I liked them individually, but then getting to see them get together, like in some of the different instances, I was a big big fan, just because it was one of those like once again chemistry moments that they didn't have much banter, but it just it felt like it connected like from the very start they started talking with one another. Oh, hell yeah. Well, they yeah. Had, I think they had enough banter, though, to where it's just, like, it really draws you in. Um, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, okay, what, what episode was the, was the Traffic Duty episode? I think it was episode eight. So that's where I kind of say, like, halfway, basically okay. halfway through. It was, it was episode eight. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't, oh, because uh-huh. that's right, because he was engaged to. Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Beyonce number five. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they were really, they were really building his Adam's history up with Wendy for like a while, and they were really like kind of like, oh, he's really getting married. Like he's this young new officer, but he's in like a serious relationship, and so that's where it kind of always felt awkward too. Because I'm never, I mean, I I just never a big fan of cheating. So it's, I mean, it's. I, to each their own. I mean, I really, it yeah. doesn't matter to me, really, but it's just, yeah. it's like, it just never leaves me with a good feeling, and it's like, he's, and Adam's like a good guy. He wouldn't, like, do that, if anything, but it's just, it was kind of like, oh, okay, so I'm liking, like, in, in episode eight, I really love this dynamic between them, but he's still engaged, and so it's just like, oh, okay, 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 I'll just, I'll, I'll kind of ignore that for a little bit just because I enjoy the banter and the dynamic but he's engaged and I, I, I don't want to support that at all even though I don't love his fiance but I'm good <laughs> <laughs> I think that was um I think that that was probably my bad when it came to Berzek because because of the fact that they were so late into the season mm-hmm. and I was already obsessed with with Linstead oh and understandably so yeah that's why they became background to me but I mean mm-hmm. Honestly, they were equally as good with the half season that we got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the half season that we got. Like you said, I don't condone cheating either. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, that was the storyline for how birds that got together. Um, yeah. But God, that kiss, though. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess so. That was, and that's the hardest thing is, like, when we were getting ready to, like, talk about this, I was like, let me, I want to go look at clips that's the hardest thing is like there's all very like I would say like season three and onward Burzak clips at least for me that it's so hard to find anything season one and two which is like so hard because it's like some of my favorite moments are from the earliest season between them and they're just they're so good I would think I would think that Burzak would have a lot like they would have a lot of scenes on YouTube like just scenes not like not like yeah. some kids or anything, but just scenes. Yeah. Um, 
But no, they were not the hardest people. One of the hardest couples I ever had to research, like on YouTube. I'm like, I can't find mm-hmm. anything. And here, yeah, it's, I saw, I saw the first. I did get to see the first kiss, but I was so I was like, I'm not gonna try and just go through like all these fan bits for like an hour just to kind of find the one little scene that I want. I was like. I know what it is. I've seen it like five million times on IN television, so I know what happens. But it's just like you still want to relive and enjoy that moment between them. But it, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Plus, with so many episodes and so many seasons that have passed, you just don't even. Sometimes you can't even remember like where it goes. And I'm oh, like, exactly. What? When did this happen? Like, mm-hmm. like the, when I was trying to watch more Berserk scenes, um, mm-hmm. just because of this episode, like that we're trying to do trying to watch more Berzak scenes and I didn't realize how much time they actually spent on the field together because mm-hmm. uh, Alvin didn't feel like he was ready to continue on with intelligence so they mm-hmm. sent over to patrol and then you know um is, it, is that when Kevin went up yeah it's I read because I went, of course I I didn't have time to watch the episodes but I read the wikis online and it's uh-huh. Apparently, you know, Adam with his very, we see it much later in several seasons, his very, like, cocky swaggerness of it, that especially as, like, a brand new kind of kid right out of um, the police academy, he was, apparently had, like, too much swagger, and Al was like, I'm not having any of this young child thinking he's the coolest shit in town, so he's like, okay, you and Kevin are switching for the day, and so that's how it all came about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, <laughs> because uh, Voight told Adam to bring the, the Beverly out of him, not the Canaryville. <laughs> and then yep. the opposite. See, that's yep. exciting. <laughs> yep. Season one, yep. Got it all. <laughs> yep. That actually made sense now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta actually think about that. Dude, yeah, that's such good writing. <laughs> I know. Let me bring it out of control so then you can get, like, your ass beat. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like it, it's still Kim. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. So it still it still hurts my head when I think about it. That I mean, I don't. I've never really thought about it, but it's like did he, he never really was on the patrol beat, right? Because he was still in the police. Yeah, yeah. So that's what still kind of always kind of confused me a little bit. I mean, just until I started going back, it's like he never did any of that, and like Kim she had been on the job for at least a little bit right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay so that's that always still kind of threw me a little bit but yeah I thought I mean I'm, I'm never gonna be it's mad at how it all came about because I, I still thought it was really interesting to see that dynamic of him being kind of new and uncomfortable in that kind of situation <laughs> yeah it's it sort of mirrored well I think I think Vanessa's character kind of mirrored um Adam's beginnings for sure um mm-hmm. she was pulled mm-hmm. out of the academy to do an undercover Yep. And, um, from there, she just wants the intelligence. So it's, yep. it's, it's, a, it's a lot of mirroring, a lot of mm-hmm. cycle storyline, but at the same time, mm-hmm. um, you know, just looking back at it now, like it, that's actually how it started too with Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, only difference is that she ended up getting a boy or he ended up getting a girlfriend out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ended up getting a girlfriend out of it. And, it's, and I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm still grateful yep. for it. Like, I really, like I said, I just, I appreciate so much of the old Berzik, and especially mm-hmm. the first and the second seasons, those are, like, oh, yeah, time and peak. Oh, yeah. Peak. Time and peak Berzik. <laughs> like, yes. I could relive that. 100%. If I have to choose, I would, I would choose old Berzik. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I get it, and I mean, it's one of those for me is, I've just loved, I mean, 
I feel it's always this internal debate between me, like who, which franchise do I love more? I mean, not franchise, but I guess like which show out of the One Chicago Universe do I love more? And it's really hard for me because Katie is what started it all, and so I love like Lindstedt and Burzak on there. But then also I love Fire too because I mean it just it slowly grows up into my heart. But it's like I can never choose between them because PD just still means like something deep with inside of me. So it's like it's never not going to be high up on that list. I agree with you. You know how many times I say, like, I'm a PD girl. Like, mm-hmm. it's because I started with it. But mm-hmm. the more I watch Fire, the more it just creeps up on me. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not just because of the the ships, really. Like, um, I have ships on Fire, obviously. But mm-hmm. it's, there's something about Fire, like, just in general, like, as a whole, that makes it so good. Mm-hmm. it just captivates you every episode yeah. you watch um I mean, which I think we, we've delved into it a little bit is yeah. we you and I have unfortunately and hilariously I find not mock the PD writers but it's that we miss what we got in like season one and two which was definitely some of the more personal stuff that we actually felt like we followed through from like start to finish on stuff whereas in these later seasons it kind of feels unfulfilled sometimes which sucks because it's like we understand it's police pre- uh, police procedural which is great I love those we'll watch we'll watch five million copies of the same different the same type and I'll be happy about it yeah. but it's still a matter of like slicing in those personal storylines too which unfortunately and I will say I mean it's I think other people have mentioned it too it kind of feels like they kind of just place it in there a little bit just little dollop in there and it's like you figure out what happens. There you go. And it kind exactly. of sucks. So it's just, it's like, okay, we'll give you the kind of little thing you want without, without really telling you much of anything and you'll get to figure it out for later. Whereas, and I, I hate to say with fire, they kind of at least play it out. I mean, it still might not be the most long extended story, which is fine, but you at least feel like you get a start and a finish with a lot of those storylines. It's oh, yeah. still a lot more satisfying. Exactly. I don't feel like I don't feel like I need to figure things out in fire is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like PD. Yeah. Like, like Kim said, we don't, we don't necessarily mock the writers, but we, no, do, no, we do. Time and out say, deservedly. <laughs> we do time and again say, can you please use a whiteboard? <laughs> use mm-hmm. that damn whiteboard. You have two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have two in the intelligence bullpen. <laughs> use it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now they have a several season deal. They can figure out, wh- like, from point A to yes. point Z, what do you want to do with these characters? Yeah, no, it's it's true. Like, I, as as much as I don't want to admit it, it that's really one of the reasons why I love. I gravitate towards the older seasons more than I do mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. newer seasons for PD. Like, I I think the only season that I really rewatch. Um, where the new seasons are is season six and everybody knows yeah. why is because of upset mm-hmm. um but otherwise I really just I really find like I if, I if I'm in a PD mood I usually just go all right where am I gonna go like pick a number one to four and I'll mm-hmm. clearly I'm, I'm mm-hmm. more seasons one to four and then I yeah. which episode <laughs> so from yeah. there you know it, it just gravitates towards that because not just because of the ships but just because of I, I feel I do feel more satisfied in the in the older seasons because I don't have to mm-hmm. I still I still like maybe like the the latter two seasons like seasons three and four I do mm-hmm. a lot of guessing 
Um, yeah. But when seasons one and two, a lot of the storylines felt so satisfying that I don't have to think about what it could have been. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. As compared to three and four, like there were a lot of just like, it's with Linstead especially. I, I had to guess a lot of stuff that happened off screen, or mm-hmm. just wondering like, you know, if if I watched it in real time, like I would have wondered like, are they still together? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the episodes mm-hmm. like a lot of them kind of just focused on the partnership of Linstead mm-hmm. but at the same time we knew that they were together mm-hmm. but we never really get that acknowledgement mm-hmm. like, with them getting back together for example it took like what four episodes for them to get back together after mm-hmm. after Jay's rescue or after yep. Eric rescues Jay which is amazing mm-hmm. but that's a whole mm-hmm. that's a whole different season mm-hmm. um yep. but my my, uh, my point is it's just that I had to I had to wait, even though, like, mm-hmm. I did it, but I had to wait, like, how many episodes for them to get back together, and I'm like, well, realistically, mm-hmm. is that, that's not even realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you, you talk about it right away. Um, yeah. Like, what's clear, what's, what's going on between us, but instead, it took, like, four freaking episodes, um, but with yeah. the first season, like, they didn't get together, obviously, mm-hmm. but Brzezik did, which is good, so I got one couple out of it. Like the, the final episode of season one, it was like and I didn't even know that they got back together or that they got together, and we thought it was the second season. Well, and that's our, it's that's still like kind of the mind fuck up because I'm trying to remember exactly the year of because what year? Okay, I have to look up what year it premiered because I I'm trying to remember because I I was convinced with Chicago PD when it first premiered, with it being that shortened season, it was going to be just like one of those mid mid year shows. Yeah. Because it was yeah. And I was like, no, it's a full, it's a full season. Yeah. Like, it's a full series that next, in the fall. And I'm like, then why do you guys have 15 episodes of that first season? I don't, I don't know if it was just, like, some weird deal. Or if it was, like, because I know there was that one year, you know, um, like, with the writer's strike. Was it the year of the writer's strike, though? I can't remember. Because I know a lot of shows that, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, they got that, um, that minimal uh, schedule, because it got, like, cut off, which it was 2014, which... I can't remember. I'll look it up later, but it it was just so one of those kind of like it hurts your head a little bit, and it kind of messes with your like how you like because you like you figure twenty episodes like you know where that is in a, in like a season. So when it kind of gets cut off at fifteen, it's like when did that actually happen? <laughs> Maybe it's a Dick Wolf thing. Um, it could be. It could I don't be. know. I don't know really though, because the only really Dick Wolf show that I watched before that was SVU, and I didn't really. Mm-hmm. I'm, I wasn't really caught up with it, to be honest. Like, you know how many seasons mm-hmm. are of SVU? So I'm just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I lost interest because I love Elliot and Olivia, but, like, that was just too much. And yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. lot. It's a lot. But, I mean, if you if you think about it, maybe it's a dickle thing because, what, Med started That's off good. with a 15-season first season, or 15-season oh. episode, and uh-huh. then Justice was supposed to be around the same until it got canceled. Mm. So maybe it's a Dick Wolf thing. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, probably no. I mean, he could have easily. I mean, being Dick Wolf, he's a powerhouse over at NBC. He kind of probably gets like a leeway of you get these fifteen episodes to start out with and see where it goes from there. And if we like it, we'll pick up the rest of it. Which, knowing NBC, they love Dick Wolf, so they probably give him whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's start from the very beginning and, and fan mm-hmm. girl our way yeah <laughs> our way yes, to the end of the yes. first season because yes. um, yeah, like, I feel like at least at, like very high level for both Linstead and Burzak that season one as a whole was just like 
not I mean not perfect because I mean it's there's stuff that's really perfect but it was like a pretty damn good foundation as like a season whole of like both of like just like it feeling right and it just being like the right mix of whether it be banter you know actual like making out or kissing of any sort but it just it felt like that perfect foundation for like just being a stepping stone for later what happens in later seasons too oh yeah oh yeah like the yeah. first I've said like I said this too many times like the first episode first first scene ever like mm-hmm. a said, just really got me and it's not even it's not even a romantic scene it's just them in the break room and bantering about coffee and bantering mm-hmm. about um her friend that she was trying to hook him up with um, mm-hmm. and oh my god like the chemistry in that in that epi- or in mm-hmm. that particular scene was just like I'm I'm in like and that's not yeah. even the first scene that I actually saw on YouTube um mm-hmm. I think the first scene that I saw on YouTube was the um the my hero one <laughs> <laughs> the one where he punches the guy um for oh yeah yeah. yeah that was the yeah. first thing that yeah. I saw and I was like oh this is cool like she's yeah. totally not a da- she's totally not a damsel and no but he did it anyway <laughs> he did it anyway yeah. to show off. <laughs> no. well no and I mean like I think it was the first episode too where it's like and I've mentioned this clip with them in particular she several times of like I love it when she's the one driving and Jay's kind of just like pouting in the car with her and he's like we've been partners for like a month now which when they when he says that it feels like they've been partners for longer than a month no which seems crazy and then he's like I don't like that you're the one always driving I feel like a house husband and it's just like and I think for me I mean even though it's a drama I think what draws me in is like those chemistry specific moments especially like humor where it feels like it's not forced like it's like you, you can he seems like an angry like little boy and he, but he's like it's like it's like a fun banter that they always have and it's it's just one of those like it captures that's what captures me at least I think first with them oh yeah I I remember I remember saying that they that Linstead has this repartee that mm-hmm. I've never really encountered with all the ships that I've had um mm-hmm. you know throughout my years um mm-hmm. I've never seen mm-hmm. that type of repartee where it's just like the back and forth wit and um and bantering is just it's it's there it's fun it's mm-hmm. like I don't mm-hmm. I don't you know, like it. Honestly, like the the newer seasons don't feel as fun to me. Um, yeah, it's it's very drama, very it's drama, so drama and so dark. Um, and as, and I, I, I mean, I look yeah. for it, but I don't get it. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, well, and I think it's it's part of hard. I think it's them trying to be like, oh, we have the ten o'clock slot yeah. on Chicago Wednesdays. Right. Let's make it. Let's use up that ten o'clock hour and make it dark. Whereas I think it what it did used to be much on a little earlier, if I remember. It may not. I don't think it was really ever the eight o'clock spot, but I think at one point it was at the nine. So that's kind of kind of got to fail. And some of that humor was dark, and but they've really yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It, it feels like a nine o'clock, like the yeah the season for sure. Yeah um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, like I'm not um. It, and it's a totally it, it's it's basically a totally different show now because of you know with the with the showrunner and the characters changing and everything mm-hmm. um their personality is like you know the dynamic and everything with the team it's just it's all different mm-hmm. so, um it's kind of cool that it, this feels like a totally different show because then you can kind of just go back and feel like oh this story like this part of like this book ended now it's a new book kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, yeah oh yeah but um yeah, no, like, 
that was, that's probably one of my favorite scenes ever is the the car scene where they were just like I feel like a house husband and then yeah. Aaron's like oh <laughs> yeah he's like he's pouting but she's like I don't care like I'm gonna yeah, do I, like, I get to drive I don't care yeah she's like oh but too bad <laughs> yeah no <laughs> that in the undercover oh my god see that was a good one too like I love I mm-hmm. love like that undercovers but that one was like one of the, I don't know why it was just so funny mm-hmm. like the I, one of the first see, one of the first lines that Jay has in that show or in that episode and then he was just like am I banging on your door <laughs> no I'm gonna go back and stop. No. 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 <laughs> every one of that every one of those scenes in that first episode was great even the one with just mm-hmm. um with the two of them at Kim um and Molly's Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no. Well, no, it's because I looked, because, I mean, I had watched, like, I watched PD from the beginning, but I completely forgot until I was seeing stuff on, like, Ion Television, because they re-show the episodes, like, all the time. Yeah. And I was like, Kim was a flight attendant? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, apparently, apparently she was a flight attendant. Okay. And, but it was just like, yeah, it was it was still fun to see, like, just Aaron and Jay, though, like, kind of just chilling out there and talking with her, but it's like, Anytime they're in a room together, like you just, it's there's like just that spark always between them. God, yeah, even when they're not talking, it's just like, it's like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even just like looking at each other, like even like, even when they have like scenes with like animosity, even mm-hmm. like, how, how are you guys mm-hmm. doing this? How are mm-hmm. you making me feel so good about the scene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I and I think that, that, I think that's just also kind of, is a testament to the actors themselves. It's, it's just, like, yeah. it's just chemistry. Like, words don't have to be said, and it just feels right. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's cool, though, that they have that, they have that chemistry with, uh, with Marina as well. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, mm-hmm. with Adam, with, uh, with Patty, because of um, their history and everything and their friendship. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. working them together actually just went, they're so they were so well together they worked so well together oh yeah which um, i mean i'm still so we never got like the double date of any sort like because that would have been a, it would have been it would, it would have been just right for such like fun content like it would like even just like an accidental first date like they both happen to be at like a restaurant at the same time and it's just like hey hi how you doing and just kind of but once again pd is never going to usually give us that fun context so it'll just have to be up and out in the ether somewhere but i can always dream <laughs> exactly though but they were together they were together at the same time at some point mm-hmm. and we never mm-hmm. got horrible horrible i know is i know there's there a deleted scene out there somewhere i know like <laughs> i mean come on super easy content like just it doesn't have to be like a lot it doesn't have to be a 15 minute scene it can be just like a little end of the episode of like oh both relaxing after you know bad case or something and you're like what are they doing here what are they doing here it's just something yeah. fun but once again it's you don't that's the one thing with pd you you don't always really go there for the most fun <laughs> well they did so they did. they did at a certain point like that yeah so it's but it's just that's one of those could have been could have should have would have but unfortunately it didn't happen i know you know how many like i've seen i've seen a lot of berzik moments so where they're you know just the two of them in the first season alone and mm-hmm. um a lot of the times they were at molly's interacting mm-hmm. with each other right so i mean mm-hmm. come on <laughs> i know they were yeah. together in the first season 
twins then, but I mean, they were partners, so. Yeah. <laughs> and they went yeah. to bars alone, too, so it's just like, catch you mm-hmm. together. <laughs> hmm But I will say, it's something, I think with at least both Lindstedt and Berzak, but I mean, I really appreciate, appreciate, though, in general, that they didn't make us wait a super long time for them, There's both of them. reason why like, I love them. And I think that's the hard thing is that most shows cannot figure out that right balance because most of them, I can say, they will wait eight seasons for for anything to sometimes happen between characters. And it's like, it, it's a lovely buildup, but sometimes it's just like, you could have had some wonderful content for like five seasons and we didn't get it. And for both of them, both both Linson and Berzak, we got it in season one. Like, I still felt like that's kind of crazy, but it, it worked so well. It is crazy because, like you said, I never, I've never really experienced, I've said that, like, I've never really experienced a ship where I got it first, right, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I love Linstead so much is because I got it <laughs> at second one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. very first second like you got that like you the audience understood these two are gonna be together mm-hmm. even though they're not together right now that's where it is like these two mm-hmm. can get there but like and, and it was clear already that they had feelings yeah. for each other um mm-hmm. they just couldn't do anything about it for you know different reasons um oh yeah but i mean it's like they even play it off like fairly quickly of like i mean it's pretty soon that Justin, like, comes, like, Justin, I mean, Boyd's son comes back, and it's, like, we, that other scene we continue to talk about on our own is, like, it was the end of the case, and then Boyd's trying to track his son, who's recently out of prison, and so Lindsay, he's at Lindsay's door telling him she needs to go check up on Justin, and then, lo and behold, what do we get in what is just, I think, the fourth or fifth episode, three or four, it's, like, it's not many episodes into the first season, and he's, they're hanging out in her apartment drinking and, and honestly, likely kissing at some point. And it's just this, like, and it was just like, wait, how, already? Like, we actually get to have this already? Like, it does, it, it feels like it's, it's like, how? Like, we're not usually gifted, like, wonderful things like this that, that early on. Yeah, and that, and, and Lynn said it's one of those couples where, you know, like, if, even if we get baited that early on, Mm-hmm. You think that we're gonna run into trouble like in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. We're into trouble, and it's gonna be like a long string of trouble until we get mm-hmm. to bliss again. But like, fortunately for for both Linstead and Berzek, at least in the fourth in the in the first four seasons, we we didn't mm-hmm. get that much. We didn't get that much drama, if you think about it. Like, Berzik, well, it wasn't. It wasn't like it. I mean, it was like you know normal personal drama, yeah. if anything. Yeah. But it wasn't like outside forces like keeping them apart, which is what a lot of I hate to say a lot of shows I sometimes still use it as a crush to be like, oh, it's this whole re- this whole dumb reason is why you two can't be together, and we're just gonna keep using that reason. Whereas this is like they're each going through some stuff. Like Aaron wants to keep it a secret because of the whole void thing of just like it's my personal life. He doesn't need to know. It does not affect my work. So yeah. what? And then like later down the line, like just Jay's stuff. Like obviously he he goes through a lot of stuff too, and but it's it's n- it's not just like a stupid reason to keep people apart. Yeah, it's realistic. Like I mm-hmm. you know, like um if you're if you're at a workplace and you you end up liking somebody that you're working with, typically mm-hmm. you're not really allowed to date that person because it's mm-hmm. unprofessional, unethic. Um, so naturally you're gonna keep it a secret. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and if you're really into your job, you're obviously going to want to hide that. And especially mm-hmm. if your boss is like your pseudo father. You're basically, you're dealing with her dad, basically, you know, mm-hmm. like that's the dad that she's known her whole mm-hmm. life. And you're, yep. you're really, you're really going to step on his toes um, a lot more than and someone would normally should because that's his daughter. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. uh, that's understandable, you know. Like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. why Aaron doesn't want to date, especially since like, especially since Voight was just like, I don't want Halstead throwing pebbles at your window <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. Like, I need mm-hmm. to focus, kind of thing. So you yeah. know, it's clear that she's shit. I have to hide this if I really if I really want this. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, lo and behold. It ended up being Jay in mm-hmm. her, her apartment, having a drink with her. That, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was, like, the first time I think I really screamed. <laughs> like, I was just like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. First time I really screamed. And then the next episode after that was the um, pretending to be his her fiancé episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was, like, back-to-back mm-hmm. screaming for me. <laughs> yep. Des- uh, deservedly so. <laughs> Huh? Because what? Uh, completely deserved. <laughs> For sure. But I don't, like, I, it, it's equally, I, I screamed as equally with Berzek, too. Like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, I did, because I, that first, the, the traffic duty scene, I screamed at that. Oh, I was like, mm, like, so perfect. So perfect. So perfect. <laughs> so perfect. I did not expect that. And the way Adam looked at her was just like, yeah. <sighs> I know. I know. But it, it's like, it, it was a fun thing, too, is that we had obviously seen Kim in previous episodes, like, kind of, kind of have to be like that, not, I mean, as police officer, you have to be serious, we got to see little moments of humor from her, like, just with whether it be, like, you know, moments with Trudy, or moments with Kevin, and it would be kind of like, okay, they have this kind of fun banter, but we never really got to see her, like, have fun with what she kind of had done previously, and so the traffic stop stuff was just, it was just, like, it was, it was just perfect, like, it was just, perfect it was just like showing Adam like you you didn't get to do any of this fun stupid stuff on the job this is what I at least kind of can do during this time where do I really want to be here no but I'm gonna do what I can to make it fun <laughs> oh yeah yeah and then we got some really uh-huh. good, we got some really good looking from Adam mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it was great that seems to be the, the case with both the girls with with Aaron mm-hmm. and it's just, I mean different different situations of course but like you see them having their most fun um, I guess I guess you could call Adam her Kim's partner because he was mm-hmm. for you know a few episodes in patrol. So mm-hmm. um, they had the most fun with their partners, and um, mm-hmm. you you just see these guys just light up when you see these girls. And mm-hmm. I got like mm-hmm. that that one scene when they were at the boxing gym. The way Jay looked at Aaron was just like okay. uh huh. That same look that Adam had when when Kim was just strutting her hips. <laughs> oh, well, and, oh, and the and the and the scene where um, what is it? She was wearing like a hockey shirt, or something. Oh yeah, that's in like I want to say the next episode or two. But even what still I loved about like their their first like continued episode together, which was episode eight, is um after they do the traffic stop, they do that home invasion, which that's I, where he also where she's a badass and she takes down the one guy that was almost coming re- at Rizek with a knife, and he's <laughs> like, she's she's not just this, like, little girl cop, like, she is, she's 
a badass. And it's like same things you would see, like I felt like we would see um, with Aaron and Jay is just like, this girl knows her shit. Like she's not here to just play around. She is a badass and she's here to take down criminals just like I am. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't really get to see as much. Um... Oh, no, I know. I was going to say, well, we didn't get to see much on the field of Aaron than we did, like, with Kim, for example. Mm-hmm. I, we got a oh, fair yeah. amount of it. We got a fair amount of it in the first season. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, just, just little moments where you could see, like, you know, just Aaron just, like, punching a punching bag or something. Mm-hmm. Jay just looks at her just like, Yep. Hey. <laughs> Yo, are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that first season, I swear, so good. I know. I know. And then you get Verzik actually getting together at the end. <laughs> Which, it was, it, it's crazy, it was just like the last half of this, this very short season, but it was like, it was so good because at least, you could tell still like with Linda, I felt like they were trying to, trying to still play a little bit, of, I mean, they like at least make it out and like try to start something very early on in the season but you you could still feel like they were still going to be playing it out through a little bit longer but um with yeah. Isaac, you still have some very highs and lows very quickly starting with that episode eight of the chemistry between them and the her you could I think she could tell she kind of had a little something but he started to be like oh like who's this who's this chick like I yeah. really like her and then he starts like interacting with her a little bit more bring her in on several like of the um undercover stuff like wearing the tourist and kind of the tourist look and mm-hmm. doing that whole little thing and mm-hmm. then even a couple episodes later she ends up playing like that hooker with Nadia and it's like bringing her yeah that that episode too is just like oh, oh. so good so oh good my God. And so, yeah uh-huh. so I just remember uh-huh. the bathroom scene yep uh. and so even in between that was when they had their very awkward situation, which I mean, I still scream when it happened, is that, I, and I looked back at the wiki for this too, is uh, I think Kim had shot somebody on the job, which apparently she had never done before. And so she was kind of still, they were at Molly's, of course. Oh, right. um, yeah. Yeah. And they had, they, they, rehab, they had a conversation where she was hoping she could go as long as she could without shooting somebody. And she's like, just, it's, you got it done over with. It's good. It's like, you're going to be, you're, if you're a cop, you're going to have to shoot somebody, unfortunately, most likely. Um, and then they have their, they have that kind of talking and then he walks her back to the car because of course he's the gentleman that he is and they have that moment and she kisses him but then it's also really hard because she realizes this guy's engaged I'm not I, I'm not going to be one of those women who, do, who does that and yeah. so it, it was kind of that was one of definitely the sadder lower points of the season and then it's like I said it's that undercover app where she is a hooker with Nadia that's always that was just another some very awesome tension and it's kind of as it kind of the season went on, it kind of focused back on, I would say not too much of Lindstead either or Berza because it kind of got back to that whole popo thing that was kind of going on that we'll discuss obviously um, in the episode with uh, the other girls too. Yeah. Um, but then it was kind of toward the end, and you'll have to talk about a little more about Lindstead because I very focused it on Berza <laughs> as it got toward the end of the season. But it kind of was like, oh, and and ended up being where. Adam's fiance no longer his fiance because she couldn't handle the life that he was starting to lead with that unit and it kind of then sucked where it's he's finally free and then it turns out with um the unit there's an open spot and unfortunately 
Kevin's the one who gets it because voice like yeah. something's going on between you two and that was I felt like another kind of low point for them which kind of it felt like it really sucked because that's all both her and Kevin were talking about and for Kim to be like kind of sidelined because of a guy that she really doesn't have anything with it sucked yeah and so, so, so like a, in a very like I said very short amount of time in the last few episodes of the first season they already had so many highs and lows that it just it kind of was like this is a kind of a crazy roller coaster. I mean, I like it, but it also just had those very low moments too. But then obviously I was very happy with the season finale because while Kevin did get bumped up to intelligence uh, and I can't remember 100% what happened at the end of the case, but I'll rewatch for our um, Bigger Ladies Night at Molly's podcast. Um, but he ends up coming to her apartment and they kind of finally get together, which is, it's like, it's an iconic scene alone because it's like, it's, it's, it's just it's so good because it's just like Kim you could tell Kim's still upset from everything that happened of like not getting to join intelligence and she's kind of had already had one day of like a, a horrible partner she's like I'm here to be a cop I'm not here to be just like a lazy person who sits in the car all day and watches as stuff goes by and it's, it kind of feels like I'm still gonna be the cop but I can also have a life with this guy I really like too and so it's just kind of I was still very happy where we ended on season one with a very high note of them actually getting together. And it felt like a crazy roller coaster, like I said, but it felt like we actually ended in a really nice high place. Oh, God. See, okay. Because I remember remember the other day I was telling you, I was like, I'm trying to rewatch all these Berzik scenes. Mm-hmm. But I can't even find them because they're so deep into the episodes that mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like you said, there's so much that happened between them that you just don't realize, like, all mm-hmm. that happened in the first season. Like, uh-huh. like with the, uh-huh. with the her partner that you were just saying when they were catching that dude um in the sandwich shop. Yep. First mm-hmm. season, like I don't, I don't even. Yeah, remember. I, I know, and it was like that was literally like right after Kevin got bumped up to intelligence, and so it was like oh. her first partner after Kevin got bumped up, and it's just like it was like that seems like it should be so much later. No, it's season one. It's season one. Yeah. Wow, a lot did happen with Berzak. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like you said, it was it was a lot of ups and downs because they had the time mm-hmm. to I think I think the difference is is because of the fact not not to not to downplay it at all, but the fact no. that um Jesse and Sophia were leads as compared to Oh, a hundred percent being mains only, right? You know? So they oh, had no, 100%. they had that time to do the ups and downs, but to keep them steady at the end yeah and so that's where I mean from like we said episode one you could tell something was going on between Aaron and Jake and they were able to play that out through the entire season and for most of the rest of the series whereas they've kind of had to just splice in some of the birds which you know I get it's completely fine it's the the, like we said center stage of PD is the intelligence unit so I get it completely yeah but it's not it's not just that though it's because I think they being lead characters like they they, oh, have to, they have to prolong their story mm-hmm. <laughs> longer mm-hmm. than you know longer than uh Berzik. so you guys actually got the better like the, the the better end of the stick oh i know i and for that i'm still very very yeah. thankful for i'm <laughs> still mean, thankful for it yeah because what did i get i got um not not just me you did too because you should have said too we got uh we got not that i'm complaining because i actually really love aaron and kelly um mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. loved them like they were, they were great side romance and I think one of the first episodes that I actually got like I actually watched PD like on TV live 
was mm-hmm. the was that episode where they got together and I got so confused I was like because mm-hmm. I knew like I like I've said it before I've watched like half the season of of fire before mm-hmm. I really like just dropped it because I wasn't really into it and I was just like what is he doing here and mm-hmm. then I thought about it, I was like, wait, these shows are connected. But still, what is he mm-hmm. doing? Why is he kissing <laughs> Sophia's uh-huh. character? I got uh-huh. so confused. But I ended up with just, but I didn't really know so much about Linstead back then. So I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, fun. Mm-hmm. And then, but mm-hmm. still, it didn't really catch my eye. But I really, mm-hmm. I, I loved Aaron and, and Kelly. Um, so mm-hmm. they, they were a good distraction for the first mm-hmm. time. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Allie even though it was mm-hmm. one episode, which was great. Yeah. God for that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. oh my God, I don't think, like, she was more, I feel like she was a little bit, no, 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 she, she was Wendy level annoying to me because it was, mm-hmm. like, it had that same vibe. It was just kind of like, you know, with Wendy um, giving, like, her naked selfies and stuff to uh, to Adam while he's at work. Yeah. That, that yeah. line was stupid. And then, um, which once again, I hate to say, it, it's like in most other stuff, I, I hate to say, like male writers, it's like, it, 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 the hard part is for both like relationships, it could have just been one night, like Jay, one night stand, been there, like just done that. And honestly, it, the stuff didn't necessarily need to happen with one day, how it needed to happen. It kind of felt like they just wanted us to not like her, which kind of sucks because it's like you don't want to just yeah. like some not like somebody, but it's kind of like how do you not get like people to like this woman? I hate to say it, like not that I, I'm I'm not doesn't make make her sound like a little funny. Like I mean, it's that's the hard part is like that that we still clearly try and balance in a lot of shows is how do you kind of get a character to go to go away? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> But it's either you kind of just send them slowly off into the positions, not really mention them, or kind of have them like a, kind of brush it off a little bit, or you make, or you make the audience kind of hate them a little bit. And yeah. I felt like in a lot of those cases, it's like, and I hate to say it, a lot of the times it did happen with a lot of the women cast too, is to kind of make you hate them. And by whether it be like kind of weird out of character behavior, or it's just kind of stuff that is just kind of like, uh, it kind of is just like a foil to what I want to really happen. Yeah, yeah, and I think that happened, um, that happened more so, I, I feel like they did a little better job with Allie than they did with Wendy, because they, oh, yeah, yeah, Wendy, they actually kind of, like, like you said, they made us, they, they, they progressed the, the point to where, like, we have to hate her, mm-hmm. um, but instead, they started it to where she was just kind of like, I don't really have an opinion of you, mm-hmm. so I could even, like, you know, I don't care kind of thing like you're you're cool like you're you're in the story that's cool and then all of a sudden you start seeing little things that annoy you about her and I'm like Uh well as a as a writer um you know like I I studied screenwriting and everything that was um that's actually what I majored in and then you know being like a like a journalist myself like having writing Uh experience basically like as a writer I would want to have seen like this is, this is just me personally. Like, I think it would have been better if you just started Wendy off the bat to where I hated her already mm-hmm. and then progressed to where, like, you know, like, this is why we're breaking up. This is why we're not working out kind of thing. Instead of me, mm-hmm. like you said, like, I unnecessarily hated her. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and it just made it worse because I, it progressed to that point. Like, it wasn't where mm-hmm. it started off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it seemed like weirdly, like, 
<laughs> well, yeah, it just it seemed like a very like loving relationship. Like she would do like nice little things for Adam. Like she'd make him lunch. She yeah. wants to plan the wedding and stuff. And it just as it got more and we got to see more of her, it kind of was like, oh, I mean, like eh, it's fine. And then it's just like it would kind of continue to be like. I mean, I hate to say they figured out Burzak works really good together and so like kind of what's the route we're kind of gonna go with this and it's like oh all of a sudden she's not okay with adam adam's lifestyle and intelligence so she's breaking up with him and it kind of <gasps> like okay and this happened around the same time as birds and kiss i'm like so like just like it, it just felt like it still could have been a little bit better but i mean it, it is like i mean once again first season they were still kind of just figuring out what they wanted to do so i get it is yeah. it still my favorite how they kind of yeah. make these kind of foil characters happen in the show not really my favorite but it once again they're they're just trying to still find their footing too that's true they were yeah like and, and Allie's another character too that they were just trying to figure out what to do with her kind of thing but mm-hmm. it, it only lasted one episode but I think mm-hmm. you know at the end of that episode when when Jay was just kind of like yeah why don't you just stay um mm-hmm. I kind of figured she was gonna stay <laughs> but mm-hmm. that wasn't like the last time I ever heard of Allie <laughs> yeah, right yeah. off the bat, I was just like, "Who is this making mm-hmm. out with Jay? Just <laughs> trying to have sex with him?" Um, yeah. I get that errands with Kelly, and you know that that was like that was kind of appealing storyline where it was just kind of like it it didn't really mean it didn't really mean for them to to get together with other people to make each other jealous, but it, that's kind of mm-hmm. like where it ended up. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like what each of them kind of needed in their moment yeah. of like, it's just like, eh. together. Yeah. 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 yeah for yeah. sure. So it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good start to a storyline that could have mm-hmm. been progressed better, but mm-hmm. God, that they made me hate Allie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, but yeah. this, that, this girl had history with Jay. So it's just like, I don't really want to hate her. Like, but of which then we we never hear from Allie again like through that no. the entire story and it's no. and it's just like okay once again just kind of I hate to say like just like a foil kind of character of like it's not happening with Aaron so Jay is gonna go sleep with an old friend of his so and it's, yeah, we're never gonna weird. hear from her again yeah and it's weird because that's his high school sweetheart you know and then with mm-hmm. Wendy it's Adam's fiance so these girls have history with these guys and you're gonna make me hate them. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. Like, you think about it, like, if you mm-hmm. have to agree with someone, like, good or bad, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it just, ugh, I, I feel, I don't know. I mean, that's what it was. So it was, it was a good distractions that we got. Mm-hmm. Still, it was just mm-hmm. so funny and interesting how, how it played out. And I was just like, I remember saying, I was just like, oh, who is this girl? Go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, well, I feel like that's what most kids that's with a lot of the characters like when you really start to feel that chemistry between the 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 ship is like oh I can tell what they're trying to do with this one character I don't like it just giving like the happy fluffy rainbows I mean not all happy fluffy rainbows I do like a little bit of drama in there because it it does keep it interesting too but it's just like I see what you're doing I don't like what you're trying to do so like give me what I want (laughs) I know no but it's it's true though like it's natural Mm -hmm. you you want the drama Mm -hmm. you know Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So it's not like I wouldn't want that in there. It was just it was oh, a yeah. good distraction for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, made, it made their um their 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 relationship more genuine, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Because it's just like, you know, they, they had a they had a reason why they brought Berzik and Linsta together. So mm-hmm. they just made it all. Yeah, 
I'll make a point when we talk it about it with our other friends and our larger uh, uh, PD season one. But I kind of just had a thought of it's kind of crazy how like established relationships in the first season very like by end of season especially in a bad place like with Alvin and his wife and like Antonio and his wife both ex even like worse by the end of the season oh, whereas like these two couples where with Linstead and Berzak they did not they're technically weren't even a couple to like very end and like they those actually ended up being really good but it was like those other relationships that had been established very bad places especially by the end of the season so we got very lucky I feel like <laughs> oh, yeah for sure you think it's because um their respective wives weren't regulars like they weren't series regulars so like I think it's too and it's I think it was part of that too and it was just it still kind of felt like they didn't necessarily know what to always do with them so we're just kind of going to still play this off which kind of sucks because it's still so especially for I know and like you know we're talking about birds that can Lindstedt here but it's still you feel bad for Antonio a lot of the oh, yeah. season he goes through a, a fuck ton of like stuff like season like episodes one and two all just like him losing it's part, like well, we talked about it probably in the episode partner gets killed son gets kidnapped Wife then meets apparently one of his hooker CIs. Yeah. You think everything goes well, and then just a few episodes later, she leaves them. Yeah. And it's, it's like by the end of the season, she leaves him and takes the kids with her. And I'm like, like what? <laughs> and so it was, he went through a lot this season, a, a lot, a lot. And then, so I mean, to have where we kind of were with end of season with Linson and Bruce, I'm like, who didn't have to sit through that at all? <laughs> For real, poor Antonio. Like, oh my god. Okay, yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. Like in the yeah, but it was just... other pod, in the other episode. But oh mm -hmm. my god, poor Antonio. See, this I is know. Why, this is why we're doing this separately because we want to talk mm -hmm. about Antonio. <laughs> Which yeah, and I feel like when we have that big conversation, he's gonna play a big part because a lot of this felt like very not that it was bad that it's an Antonio like very focused season, but a lot of the storylines are very interspersed with what happens and what happened to Antonio too. And so that's why this is it, it, a fun time just kind of highlighting some of the stuff that we especially love about Berzek and Lindstead. Oh, hell yeah. What's your favorite moment? Yeah. What's your favorite Berzek? Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> oh, um, it's hard. can I do one per episode? Sure. I have well, one. No, I mean, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's basically the back half of the time, I mean, it's like the traffic stop with the hip swivel I mean that's just kind of perfect I mean each of their undercover ops like whether it be her being that very touristy person her being the hooker <laughs> and whatnot oh, and then I mean another big one besides like I mean very still very top of the list is you know I mean their kiss at end of season where he meets her at their door they kind of had that very heart quick heartfelt conversation like we can be together and then, of course, he lifts her up, and then they walk down the hall. And I mean, like, that's, like, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. But I will say, like, the one part that really got me, too, was, and we didn't touch on it at all, is the first crossover episode of the season okay. with uh -huh. Chicago Fire. It's 8.30, so it's that bombing at oh, the yeah, yeah, hospital yeah. that we'll get into in right. the big yeah. podcast. Uh -huh. But what that's a big storyline for Kim too on PD because her niece gets hurt and when the whole team comes to see her at the hospital like Adam gives her this hug and it's just like they're they're not they're not together but it's just it's like this emotional connection that they already seem to have and he's like what can like what can I do for you or something and I don't I can't remember the exact words he says but he's trying to do what he can to comfort her oh yeah 
I think mm-hmm. that crossover episode actually did Linstead and Burzik well, both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, mm-hmm. obviously, she, like, Aaron was with Devaride in that episode, mm-hmm. but, like, um, little moments. I think, like, when mm-hmm. Aaron was uh, held a hostage, mm-hmm. um, Jay's face when he was pointing that gun, when he was pointing his gun at that suspect was just like, get the fuck away from my girl right now. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean... His face was just like, get the fuck away. I know. <laughs> which is, like, it's it's always interesting to think about, too, is, like, he can be a, he's, like, a just very, like, stern kind of, like, military guy, so he normally has very good, like, blank kind of face. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Aaron, it is not a blank face. It is not a blank uh-uh. face. It, uh-uh. Like, uh-uh. show is emotional. Yep show <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I think I gotta rewatch that episode because I need to I don't really remember the the Burzak hug I need to rewatch mm-hmm. I think he hugged her but it was just like it was still that's what I th- I think like I had I mean I was like watching PD so it's like I started because I love I love police procedurals but yeah. I know that specific episode was just like ooh, I'm a, my feelings are kind of validated now that they have kissed and they had some of those undercover apps yeah that ooh. This is this feels like something more. Like it, it feels like there's not only like this fun dynamic between them, but that there's this also like deeper possible connection between them because this is one of her like hard hardest moments she's had to deal with in her life like up to this point. Yeah, and he's kind of there to comfort her. So yeah, and they and that that's another that's another balance that we that we always talk about like how they mm-hmm. did that well. They did that with mm-hmm. her too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, even though, like I said, even though she's with Severide toward the the latter half of the season, they did so well to to establish that Linstead isn't just like as fun as Berzik was. You know, like mm-hmm. they have like that deep ass connection to where mm-hmm. they're gonna be there for each other no matter what the circumstance. Mm-hmm. And the the biggest thing for me was with Charlie, um, her childhood friend and how he came back into the picture. Um, and I remember, I remember the finale so vividly because, you know, like Jay and Charlie just get face to face and they, they obviously met before at the station and, you know, like Charlie recognizes him and is like, um, wait, you're the detective friend that Aaron had, um, with her that day. Um, I remember that, whatever. And, uh, the way Mm -hmm. this was just like, um, when Charlie was just like, don't you remember that's how we met or something? And mm-hmm. she was just like, oh, I definitely remember something like that. And then, like, was yeah. just confronting Charlie and then, you know, just being there for Aaron and was just like, you know what he's into? You know what your friend's mm-hmm. into? And it's like, tell me what it is so I can lie for you. And then mm-hmm. at the end of that episode, he was just like, he just, he did that line again where at, at the beginning of the pilot, like, when Aaron was just like, that's why you have backup. He said it too, so it was just all full circle. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. It just establishes that there's just something deep with these two, not just, not just mm-hmm. like they they're they're into each other physically, or you know, like mm-hmm. that. Um, just from the moment when the first or the second episode when they were just like the police around you, when Boyd was saying the police around you is your family. Oh, from there mm-hmm. I was. Like, oh, this is it. This is like some deep shit that's gonna happen. Oh yeah. Well, and it's like. As the season goes on for them, it's like they're not just partners on the job. They're it's it's partners, like in life too. Because I mean, it's just like like and it's just it it doesn't just end. Like for some of the characters, it feels like I hate to say it, I hate to keep using like Antonio, but it's like it still doesn't always feel like Antonio. He, like he has his work life, 
he has his home life yeah. and they're very separate but for like Lindsay and even Jay a lot of the times it's all of that is like it doesn't I hate to say it, it does, it's not like it doesn't end but that line is a hell of a lot more blurred at least for them it's like they're not only their work is their life and their life is their work so it's, yeah. it's kind of just like that really cool dynamic to see yeah and that's what we got at toward the end with Kim too it's just like mm-hmm. it's hard to be an intelligence so bad but at the same time mm-hmm. it's like Adam is intelligence so mm-hmm. it's, I have both <laughs> mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Oh, I just want both. No, it's, and, I, and I think that was something I really, I think was cool to see too, because I mean, I, the one thing I will say is for a lot of, like, other Dick Wolf shows, and I mean, it's like, for especially with SVU and the lo- other Law and Order, like Criminal Intent or just even Law and Order, mm-hmm. you didn't get to see really, like, a, a lot of, like, I mean, like, with SVU, you got to see Elliot Stabler have his relationship with his wife and yeah. whatnot, but you always got to see, like, Olivia have these days here and there, have that, like, not very much emotional payoff. So, like, yeah. with what we get to see on uh, Chicago PD, I, I really enjoy it, because you get to see that not only, like, both relationships for guys and girls on the show, but you get to see, like, people, like, uh, whether it be, like, Jay having a one-night stand every so often, like, with his friend. But it's also, it's, but it's just getting to see this more personal side to them. It's like with at least Kim Burgess is that not only can she be the badass police officer that she wants to be, but she can have a boyfriend too. And that's and like, that's, that's a cool thing to see. Cause you don't, it's, it's not always just about the job. And it's like, even same thing with Aaron and that it's, I, what I, it's, I really still love that episode where it's, she has Jay almost pretend to be her fiance at the high school reunion. And it's her realizing that, these people don't define, like, her high school people she went with, they don't define her, and it's, like, she can have that relationship if she wants to, but it's not that it, it has to be what everybody else has. It, it's going to be defined by her, but it's, I still love that the show shows that she can have those relationships outside of her work. Oh, yeah, I love that episode, because she was trying mm-hmm. so hard to be one of those girls, and, you know, mm-hmm. adding color to their under like, their undercover story is just, like, mm-hmm. you're this rich-ass guy from Facebook, and you're, mm-hmm. you're me type thing, because um, that's what those girls were about, like, mm-hmm. that's how they made her feel, so it's just, like, mm-hmm. you have to be someone mm-hmm. you're not, and then mm-hmm. at the episode, she realizes that's not who I am, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is, this is who I am, like, who I am mm-hmm. with you at this moment is who I am. Mm-hmm. And Jay felt that, and mm-hmm. you know, that's why he made that move. That's why he held her hand and was just. And then they both were just like, "God, I want to, but you know, we can't." Mm-hmm. Thing, you know, and mm-hmm. oh, oh God. <laughs> of which I still, I still laugh later. Of like, it was such a big thing in season one. No partner relationships, like no relationships, like not like relationships are bad, but it's just like you can't be together you can't be together until like obviously Berzak end of season they get to be together but like where we are in later seasons of like oh you get to have a relationship with them you're gonna have a relationship with that person and it's just it's like like I'm not necessarily mad about it but like when did the rule change here people and it's just like it kind of is just like okay fine you're finally together I don't care anymore I'm like like keep with your rules man (laughs) I know, and see, that's what's different about this show, or it was, mm-hmm. like, it was, because yeah. we just didn't get the typical cop procedural shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know how many, mm-hmm. how many procedurals I've seen, I, I mean, I've watched 
procedurals my whole life and I've always been mm-hmm. them. and never once did I really just get um one where the romance was just as equal as mm-hmm. a, as a as a case for the week you know um, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just got so much focus at least in the in the first two seasons at least um mm-hmm. just focus as as the case did and they did mm-hmm. a really good job at you know removing scenes of the case that weren't really necessary to be put in there um so mm-hmm. have more time for the personal stuff um mm-hmm. it wasn't always the case in the later seasons um but you know like in the first two when they first established these these two relationships they did so well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Them, it was almost the same balance as as fire um mm-hmm. you know just like maybe just like an, an extra scene or two um yeah, yeah. Case. yeah. but like it yeah. was it was a really good balance of as as fire did, um, as fire mm-hmm. does, as fire does. I'm sorry because mm-hmm. they, still do, they still do a really good job at balancing, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's and and we did we got the good, we we got the good stuff. We did. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you were if you're a, a Linsa shipper or were a Linsa shipper or were and are a Burzik shipper, you got the good stuff in the first few seasons mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. um, and it's. It's it's just one of those time. It's just one of those shows where you could easily just go back and it doesn't hurt to watch those mm-hmm. shows, to watch those episodes because it was just so good. Like you think about mm-hmm. it, like, oh, I wish it was still just as good. Um, yeah, especially with Berserk because they're still they're still a thing. Um, but like, it's it's just one of those shows where I can just look back at it and just like, I'm I'm just gushing and it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. me because it's just like I can't believe I actually got this type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't really hurt me as much because it just like the fact that we got it was just amazing oh yeah so yeah. oh god i don't know i can't wait to talk about the second season <laughs> that just, i know that i know but it's, like it's like yeah yeah but oh my god the first oh man i don't even know um no, i know I don't even know. Did I did I even mention my favorite Berserk moment? <laughs> just no, because I well I kind of basically said it. Every single Berserk moment was my favorite moment, so <laughs> I kind of probably monopolized that a little bit. <laughs> what is my favorite Berserk moment? I don't want to like it. What like the Traffic Duty one was just it, it's so fun to watch, but it's not really mm-hmm. my favorite. I think my favorite was the Nadia episode, where mm-hmm. um, they weren't in a good place. Berserk wasn't really mm-hmm. in a good place because they just kissed. And, you know, he's still engaged in everything, but then Ad- that was, like, the first real episode where Adam was just, he had no choice but to confront his feelings for Kim, because she mm-hmm. was here. And, um, you know, it's, it's small scenes, like, it's not like he carried her out of the bathtub like he did, um, season seven. In season seven? Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll get to there eventually, and you'll <laughs> tell, like, I'll be in tears when we eventually talk about that, but yeah, it was just... It's something like of him calling out her name as he rushed as he rushed into the bathroom because he he said he knew something had happened that bad had happened to her, but yeah. it's just like him rushing in there and her being just like go go I'm okay and it's but it's it's it just there's something very like special where it's they had what maybe thirty seconds in that like if that in that moment but it's it was definitely a moment. Yeah yeah yeah. Wait, are you talking about the first season or the seventh? No, no, the first, no, like, the oh. first, like, the first season. Oh, did she call her name, or did she call her name? She did? I think he called her Burgess, like, he was calling out her name, oh. and he was racing through he the called, house. Right, okay, okay, he called yep. her, right, okay, okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Oh, man, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And he just wouldn't mm-hmm. go. He just wouldn't go. And Bert just was just like, go. Yeah, he's like, this guy is running off the freaking house. Like, go after him. Like, oh, I, I, and it's, and it's just, it's just like, and, and I don't mean to monopolize, like you're talking about it, but it's just like, it's a, and so one of my friends, like, season one is like top tier just because it was like, it's such a damn good foundation for all, just all of it. Oh, no, you didn't monopolize that at all because I yeah. felt exactly the way that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is my favorite scene for sure because it just it mm-hmm. felt like Adam knew what he was feeling. He just didn't want to admit it. And then mm-hmm. from that moment, it was just like, that's it, like a light bulb hit and was just like, no, I actually feel something for this girl and she's in danger mm-hmm. and save her type thing, mm-hmm. which is badass. She doesn't really need saving. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, she was just like, go, go, go. And then, mm-hmm. oh, man. Yeah, that episode is great. I can always go back to that episode just because mm-hmm. of everything that happened in that episode. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Favorite Linstead moment for you. Mine is, mine is all of them, so <laughs> it's your turn. I mean, it's fair. I mean, I said all the Burzak moments were my favorite. I mean, I still think even though, like I said, it was the first episode, I just love that scene, though, of them in the car. Like, that's just, it's like, how's, I mean, we don't get always get to see humor from Jay, so, like, that first episode just always is kind of special to me, and it's just, like, like I said, it's, you get to see them play out with a lot of each other throughout the rest of the season, Yeah. but for that first episode to pack such a good punch for them, and to kind of, the humor, but the seriousness, but it's just, it's, but to feel like they had known each other for years and they had been partners for only a month, it, like that's just it's like top one for me. Top one. Oh, it's ridiculous how much chemistry they admitted in that one scene. And they and their one their one line was like, We've only known each other for a month. <laughs> no. What? Was just like, no. Before, it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't pick. <laughs> I have no, I didn't, I didn't pick the, my favorite person because I listed them all. <laughs> I can't pick. If I so. really, oh God, I can't pick. I could pick like a favorite episode. Yeah, no, I mean. favorite Linstead episode would probably be the fifth one if I'm going to pick. It's, that's even, yeah, I think that I like that more than the pilot and episode six were there were mm-hmm. the fiancés um mm-hmm. I like episode five the best because of the fact that um Justin's in the picture um mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a sort of a love triangle I guess yeah which it never really kind of oh, came to be which I which I am thankful for because I I don't love love triangles it's they always just feel like they're it's it's like it's just one of those tropes that you're always going to end up hating one person out of it and I, I try and be like I don't want to hate anybody right out the gate I don't want to do that yeah. and it's just those are always just very feeding into more drama than anything it's just like I'm not here for that but it's like I get it's a tool used by shows so I get it but do I love it no and I'm glad it didn't work out <laughs> no I get that um I think when it comes to hitting main characters together in love triangles is what I hate. Mm-hmm. I don't mind like secondary characters, like little minor characters. Oh yeah. Um, but if you're gonna pit main characters together and put them in a love triangle is when I start to hate it all. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a good thing they, to me, they established that, you know, when Aaron started dating Savaride, it was just all about Savaride. And it wasn't mm-hmm. 
you know, like, it wasn't the fact, it wasn't all about Jay either. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good that they did that because otherwise I, I would have been like, why are you doing, you're pitting my mm-hmm. guys, like, again, yeah. no. <laughs> Don't yeah. Um, yeah. Even like with fan fiction, like, I can't read, I can't read when they pit Aaron and Haley against each other and I'm just like, Mm-mm. can you not, can you not? No. I personally, I love Haley. Like, I, mm-hmm. I never, Oh, I used to, I used to hate her. I used to hate her, but for, like, the wrong reasons, and mm-hmm. everyone knows this. And, like, I, and then yeah. I realized, like, it was circumstantial as to why I hated her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they, they put her as Jay's partner. They, they made her his new love interest, so it's just, like, mm-hmm. you can't even let the character breathe and, like, be her own type of person. Um, mm-hmm. And I know this is a Berzik episode, but I just wanted to, I just want to make it straight. That's the reason why I loved ended up falling for Haley a lot is when she's with other people other than Jay. That it Mm -hmm. just showed who she was without being in the shadows of Linstead and Aaron. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, see, I mean, she's a lovable character. Like, she's actually Mm -hmm. such a badass. Like, I love her. Mm -hmm. You don't see that if you're, I don't know, I don't know if every Linstead shipper, like, saw this too, but, like, you know, being a Linstead shipper, just, like, you just see that well, this is the girl that's replacing her, and then mm-hmm. you don't see anything but that. So, mm-hmm. like, that's not fair for Haley. It's not her, it's not fair for her character. Um, mm-hmm. Be pitted into that situation when she's just like she's her own. She's her own character. Well, yeah, and I mean, even and we'll get to it much later down the road. But it's like yeah. the fun dynamic we had between Haley and Aaron when they were both on the show for that very brief time. Unfortunately, it was like they. they like they would never let stuff like anything bad like that happen between them they are two grown-ass women who they would not be fighting over a guy they that's not who they are it's like they're their own person and if they they like a person and they fall in love with them they're gonna do that they're not gonna be teenagers fighting over a stupid boy they're not Honestly, they would have been best friends if they were still if they were together they would have been best friends but anyway, it's not. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think it's still, it's, that's where it kind of, it still felt, I, I think it's, it's a good, I think, starting point for where we'll eventually be with a lot of it, is that it's, and that's where I still feel like, in part, Chicago PD kind of sometimes plays a lot of that down yeah. the road of, like, a lot of stuff that I don't necessarily love, and we'll clearly get to there down the line, because if you've watched Chicago PD, I you know what eventually happens to Berzak and whether it be because of Sean Weldon or what happens with Upstack even. And it's just, um, and it's just even like some of what they do with a little bit of Lynn instead of like bringing in other characters, like i.e. spoiler alert for later of Jay having a wife apparently at some point. And it's just, it's, yeah, I know, I know. But it's just, it's, it's just that this is why we wanted to still highlight so much of season one is because it, I hate to say, it's not like it's, any show, it's very rarely perfect, but this still, it just hit all of those high marks so perfectly. So that's why I want to talk about it, but it's, it still lays a lot of groundwork for what we kind of see down the road and kind of still the history that season one still plays even much later down the road, even in later seasons. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like I, I, I can rewatch season one over mm-hmm. and over again because mm-hmm. I mean, like we like we both said, it's not perfect, but it's mm-hmm. perfect to us because it's just mm-hmm. it hit all the high notes, mm-hmm. um, all the notes that should have been hit. 
was hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, you know, like like we said, we, there there's room for improvement, but the fact that they hit the ones that we needed, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that's rare. I don't, I don't I mean, but that's, I mean, that's, I feel like a testament to, you know, like Dick Wolf, he, he, how long has he been in television for? I think with Chicago PD and this, I mean, Chicago Fire especially too, he kind of, not that he hadn't figured out the formula, because clearly your Law and Order shows have been on since God knows what feels like the 1990s, which I'm pretty sure is the early 1990s yeah. even, and that worked, but for these, these ones to still be on and for them to, he was able to get a three season deal for each of these shows, each of his one Chicago shows. That, I hate to say, that, that's very rare. So for it to still be such a good show that they figured out the dynamics that work, that mm-hmm. you don't, you, you still don't get to, you don't get to see half this like stuff on SVU at all. And I mean, it's like, because the, they figured out what they like, what they're going to do, and they're not necessarily going to change it. But what I still love about, like, even a lot of the Chicago, just while it does change here, it does change, you know, as writers come in, writers go, they still figure out the dynamics that work. And, but they still, they still play on the fact of what worked in season one. They still try and even bring into later seasons, too. Yeah. Keyword try, but then they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They do, they do, they try. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we said, we just need to give them their whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I once again, me and uh, Christy, like we we cracked up that it's. I I sent her a, a hilarious tweet. Apparently, at the Lucifer writer room, that it was the most insane whiteboarded out episode. Which I'm like, this is the holy grail. Why can't anybody else figure this out? So and it's just it's like. I get it, like, it, they're still trying to do this big art show, but it's also, from where we saw the characters in season one, we just want the best for them in the later seasons, too. Yeah, and the fact that it just doesn't carry toward the later seasons, it just hurts mm-hmm. me. It hurts me, because it's just like, mm-hmm. characters don't deserve that, they deserve, mm-hmm. they, their personal lives deserve the spotlight, that's just what mm-hmm. the, that's what the show was being advertised as, was the, mm-hmm. um, what Sophia would say, uh, not your average dad's procedural, and mm-hmm. it, it would touch upon a, all of like the, the personal stuff rather than just mm-hmm. you know, rather than just case of the week, mm-hmm. um, and it, it it just doesn't have that same feel anymore, unfortunately. But like mm-hmm. like I said, that's why that's why I gravitate towards the older seasons is because I mm-hmm. get to see that that foundation mm-hmm. where they started at least um, mm-hmm. on the watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish we had a 22 episode season to talk about. <laughs> I know. That's for next that's for next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll probably end up doing this again. <laughs> because oh, yeah, I mean, how many seasons to cover left of oh, so many. So many. But I feel like that's where it's in some show like some parts of the Chicago shows. The relationships can take like a little bit of a backseat to some of it. Like fire, they play a part, but I still feel like, especially on Chicago PD, you it, you have to address the relationships. You have to because yeah. it plays still such a big part of the show. So I, I mean, as the seasons go on, in the dynamics that happen, whether it be Linstead or Upsec or anybody else, it's like they play a pretty big part to it all. And so I feel like they definitely deserve their own spotlight too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, oh my god, I can't wait to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Ed and Verzik, season two. 
Oh, even better. I mean, not even better. I mean, once again, season one, almost perfection just for like kind of everything that they kind of gave us. But it was still at least what I get for Urzek is there is like a lot of like happy, happy relationship stuff, which I'm never going to be mad about. So. Hell yeah, because yeah. that's when they get engaged. Season what was season five? three? I thought it was season. Uh-huh. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But this is where it feels. Oh, that's a hard thing with a lot of Chicago shows too. Is that sometimes a lot of the storylines it feels very interconnected, so you can't always tell what exact season it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, my brain sometimes thinks that Haley was part of these older seasons, and I'm like, mm-hmm. she wasn't. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. well, it's just my brain wanting to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just it's not there. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Uh, I need to rewatch all yeah. these music stuff. I know. I need. I need to. I just need to start rewatching the show completely, just so I can get that those good feelings all over again. We should do a watch party, you and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if, well, I don't think we get to see everything until Peacock. I mean, I don't, I don't own all the seasons because I'm not going to shell out all the money for all the Chicago shows because I'm, okay. I'm super, I'm cheap. But I'm not going to. If they're going to hopefully be on Peacock within the next six months, hopefully, I'm going to just hold out for them. For real, I don't know. I don't understand why Peacock announced, oh, they're available for you to watch, and it's only just like season seven. Season, it's the latest season. The show. We already got into that angle, but I'm pretty sure it was a well-deserved 15-minute rant from all four of us about how angry we were with Peacock, because, so like, bad. we want our season one moments, and we want them now, so what? No. If I didn't own them, I would be mad. <laughs> yeah, I, I was peeved. I was, I was like, I can finally rewatch everything from the beginning, and I, and it'll finally be at my fingertips, and I'm like, you're making me wait till next year, aren't you? And I'm like, yep, and I'm like, great, thank you. Thank you for that. So I don't, I don't so really much. know why, too. Like, do they have contracts with other... I don't remember what they do. Did it, um, like, with Netflix. Oh, no, not Netflix. It was, like, Amazon, I think, right? Something. Um, it might be, but I know Chicago PD especially. They are... Um, especially with Chicago PD. Um, Chicago Fire is on IMDb TV for free through season six, I want to say. Um, yeah, and PD's, PD's, PD's free, I think, from one to five on, on Prime. Okay, and then, oh. um, but also what the hard part with Chicago PD especially is, um, and probably it'll get mentioned on our big Ladies Night at Molly's, but it's, um, I, I don't know if about you, Christine, because you're in California, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you have Ion Television at all, or is that not a thing? I think we do. Um, it's just, I personally... I might actually. I don't know. I don't watch TV as often as I do now. Um, and except and, unless it's prime time and it's just in their respective yeah. channels. So I don't watch reruns. But I think Ion exists here, and I think it does. But I know I see PD on like USA a lot. Yeah. So it's it's but it's Ion just along with USA. They okay. play that shit like every other day, like for several hours. So I think it's, they're still got to work through those contracts because they're not going to, that's a, it's a, I, it's a, probably a lot of money for them to be like buying at least those yeah. to pretty much stream as much as they want. So they're, they're getting, IM's getting their money's worth, I think, for yeah. the time being until it goes to Peacock, so. Uh, well, if you don't yeah. know them, that sucks for you. <laughs> that's yeah. What yeah. Or find the time to watch it on ION and, and yeah. <laughs> but 
hope, I mean, I hate to say if we're still in quarantine, which I'm guessing we will be once January hits, I can at least start watching everything from the beginning without commercials. So yeah, we'll see about that. I'm still, I'm still out of work. So yeah. I'm trying to finish a uh, fire and med before I actually go back to work. <laughs> ah, so much to do. Oh. oh, well, it's okay. But then I end up, yeah. end up rewatching PD. So that's my, that's my bad. Stop. <laughs> oh well. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> it is a good problem to have because you know what? I miss Linstead, and you know what? I miss Berzik. So. Though mm-hmm. so I will say, if anybody gets to know me, I I am basically ride or die Berzik. I don't care what what season. I, I understand the drama, and I still kind of hate for what the writers do to me in later seasons. But I am ride or die with Berzik through the end. And I regrettably am not. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's perfectly okay. <laughs> not, it hurts. It hurts. I know. So bad. I did not ask to get off the ship, okay? <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Like I can go back to I can I can like hop back onto the ship and revisit mm-hmm. the old days, but like the newer seasons just ah, what did you guys do to them? Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, still get angry, but I still have hope for where knock on wood when the series eventually ends. That I might have the ha- like a yeah. little bit of happy, but yeah, I, I'm clearly ride or die till the end with them, unfortunately. Yeah, on I mean, I may have switched to Upsec, but oh, yeah. but if when Berzek actually ends up endgame, I didn't even say if because I know it's when it's when Berzek gets to be at yeah. endgame. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Like, because mm-hmm. you know, that's where I started. That's, that's the mm-hmm. show I started. And, you know, like I can, doesn't mean that I don't, that I'm anti-Berzek because I'm, I'm all upset. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, that ended up being my preference because that's just, I mean, it got me. Mm-hmm. It did. But like, oh, yeah. I know when Berzek ends up like end game, like I'm just going to be all like, oh, I'm good. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and I, and I think that's what you'll hear from, not only you and I, Christine, but like from even Sarah and from Logan, as we, I think we are exploring our format with uh, Ladies Night at Molly's a little bit. Um, we're going to see like if maybe if Sarah and Logan want to do like a Chicago one and fo- Chicago Fire one and kind of focus their love on there a little bit. As yeah. Christine and I can clearly talk for what I think is almost an hour, hour and a half of just Lindsay and Berzak. <laughs> Yeah. So, because I mean, it's as we said with these Chicago shows, it, the relationships also play a really big part of the show, and it's yeah. and it's I think what we've come to appreciate as the four of us who do this particular podcast is we each have an appreciation for the ships we ship, but we can also be observant and acknowledge that yeah. not everybody ships the same thing, which as something we've all still been clearly trying to yell out into the Twitterverse, and I say Twitterverse specifically is because a lot of the stuff on Twitter, especially when it in regards to Chicago shows, is the unfortunate toxicity of shipping certain characters with one another. And Christine and I have been really, I'm so thankful to get to know her is because before we started, I started joining in on a lot of the stuff with Cape and Castle and even Ladies Night at Molly's, I was definitely a hardcore Berzak. And unfortunately with a lot of what would happen on Twitter, I get really negative and not necessarily saying things. I'm never one to put negativity out and yell at people for shipping what they ship. But I definitely follow people who were not the nicest towards people who shipped up back. And I'm like, I look back at that now and it's like, that's not cool. 
but that's where I think it's really fun to still have these conversations with people who don't necessarily ship the same stuff, but understand and still are observant and can still be happy for what happens on the show because it, it still plays into a greater part of the show. And I think it's still, it's a very fun and awesome dynamic where the four of us have been able to kind of realize we don't all ship the same stuff, but that's perfectly okay. And we can still have such a fun time talking about, at least I, at least for me, one of my favorite franchises to date. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, um, you know, like, like what Kim said, like I, I would deal with a lot of the bullies that on Twitter and like, you know, just any other social media about like me liking Upzack, um, you know, switching from Berzik to Upzack and then not liking Upstead and being just like being in the Linstead and they're totally over. Like I, I still get all that bullshit. Um, as much as I did like in the past few months, but like, I, you know, you still hear it, you still see it and it still existed. Um, but I mean, what's, there's nothing wrong with, with liking the ships that you ship. Like just because, you know, Linstead's over and it's all about upset now, it doesn't mean I have to be on board. Um, and I, and I love, I love Haley. I love upset as friends. I love them as partners, but that doesn't mean that I necessarily have to be on board with them romantically. And, you know, just because I like Haley romantically with Adam, what is, I mean, you know, you, you can't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be hating on me just because I don't like, uh-uh. I don't like uh-uh. Adam and Kim anymore, you know, it's just, it's, it's just not how it is, but like, you know, people just can't find to be respectful about it, and, and mm-hmm. that's what I, that, like you said, like, that's why, you know, I love talking to you because you, you get me, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you have, we have Sarah and Logan who don't actually ship what I ship, they end up shipping who I don't ship, and, um, mm-hmm. But we, we can still we can still gather with each other and still talk about this sh- like these shows and be mm-hmm. chill with one another and that's what that's what it should be about um, mm-hmm. you know like I don't have to necessarily have a million Kims around me um, mm-hmm. you know like I don't have to necessarily have the same like someone that's exactly like you where you ship Linstead and you ship Stella Ride um, mm-hmm. and who else do we have Bretonio um, yeah. as yeah. And Berzak, I, I can say, I can still mm-hmm. say that I'm, I'm pro Berzak. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily have to have those type of people around me all the time. Um, as long mm-hmm. as you, you stay positive around me and, you know, you accept who I ship and I accept who you ship. Like, that's what should, that's what should matter. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's, like, if you still ship Linstead, if, you, if you're pro upset, don't be afraid to, to voice it out. Just because they're over doesn't mean that you have to stop shipping them. Like that's who mm-hmm. you, and that's what you have. That's what you should be proud of. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, that's that, that goes for every ship. That goes for every fandom. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like it, we were, yeah, next season for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll hear more Winstead and Berzek. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll definitely do. <laughs> we'll definitely do this again. And um, like Kim said, if you know if Sarah and Logan want to go for fryer couples that, you know, her and I don't really necessarily want to do, you know, you'll hear from them too. So, um, but yeah, this was fun. <laughs> oh yeah. This yeah. Fun. I expected to talk a little bit more, but you know, given that it was 15 episodes, it was kind of a blessing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have to gap as much. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we'll, I guess we'll see each other again, um, mm-hmm. uh, when we talk season one of PD, um, mm-hmm. and it sounds like we're, we're 
we're not gonna do season two of fire until later on because it might mm -hmm. i think we the four of us kind of established that it's gonna be like a five hour episode if we do that yeah. so <laughs> well <laughs> you'll you'll hear us talk about a uh, fire a different day but we'll definitely mm -hmm. talk, we're definitely talking about season one of pd next so mm -hmm. for that y'all <laughs> all right we're gonna say bye so bye, bye. <laughs> This episode of Ladies Night and Molly's is brought to you by Anchor, an all-in-one platform where you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast from any device for free. Ladies Night and Molly's is a monthly podcast executive produced by me, Christine Sanon. It is also hosted by me alongside Sarah Kudlick, Logan Angel, and Kim Kurzakowski. Our music is produced by Music Today 80. One Chicago is a Wolf Entertainment production with Universal Television and is distributed by NBC Universal Television Distribution. Love this episode of Ladies Night at Molly's? Head over to wherever you listen to podcasts to subscribe. Be sure to visit capingcastle.com to join the conversation. <laughs>